good the chips and the dip are back tuesday december 8th after a very fun nfl weekend i'm ryan way i'm with hunter murphy and the robert truer what a weekend that was great weekend let's just get right into it start we're going to talk about the steelers having their undefeated season ended by the washington football team last night um i'm gonna let robert take this one how concerned are you with the Steelers moving forward? Um, I would say I'm not in, I'm not too concerned with the Steelers moving forward because we've seen them play down to their competition, and that's what they normally do. Like even in the past years, they play down to their competition. They just don't have a run game. The pass game didn't get them enough points in the end. They scored 17 points. You can't really expect to win scoring 17 points. Maybe the offense is a little bit concerning. But other than that, I don't think this is really anything crazy from the Steelers this week. They didn't just like self-implode or anything. They just they had a chance at a game-winning drive. They got tipped, interception. Who knows if it doesn't get tipped, they might take the ball down the field, score a touchdown. Who knows? And then they win. They're still undefeated, and it's a completely different narrative today. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's anything, anything to uh, be concerned about here. Or what you think? Um, well, as a Steelers fan, I wouldn't say I'm concerned either, but it's just it's disappointing to see how bad the run game has gotten. For and I, I like I don't even know like because it wasn't even that it wasn't as bad in the beginning of the season as it is now. So I don't know what changed. Maybe just COVID's got them off their got their groove because it's been like the past three games. So I don't know, and but. I mean, we've also played against good D-lines. Like, I think Washington's D-line is, is very underrated. I think Cowboys' D-line is underrated as well. Even though they've been having, like, some games they get gashed or whatever. I just I think they're pretty stout, but still, that's no excuse to have such a bad running game. So, if with James Conner coming back, if, if they can't run the ball this upcoming week either, then I'm going to start being concerned about the run game. But I'm not really concerned yet. Just the run game's really frustrating to watch. And the, sc- the screen passes. If I see one more screen pass from the Steelers, <laughs> I might throw my computer and phone out a wall or something. I can't stand when they run any screen pass. Any. They never work, ever. So if, if, they, if they fix the run game and stop the screen passes and have just drags or slants or just posts or something farther than five yards, then, then we'll be good. I have a few concerns, especially if they start losing, if they lose another two games before the playoffs come. But the past two weeks, Big Ben has thrown 50 passes. That is not good. Mm-hmm. If 14 carries last night for 21 total rushing yards. That is also horrendous. Um, James Conner hopefully will come back and improve that. I mean, I just – can you get me 50 rushing yards? 50, 50 rushing yards is is not good. Like, can I, can I see 50? That, that would be good for us, though. <laughs> like, Big Ben should not be throwing it 50 yards – or, I mean, 50 times. 
And also, teams are starting to stop. They're starting to slow down the quick passing and short passing game. And in return, you have defenses stopping the run much easier because everyone is so so much closer down the, or towards the offense. They're playing higher up. Defensively, you're seeing injuries. The Steelers were without both starting corners at one point last night. Robert Spillane had a knee injury. He's expected to miss some time. So now you're down probably about four or five starters going into the Buffalo game. But the defense is still going to be more than solid. That's not my issue. The issue is the offense and the game plan. I want to need to make adjustments going into Buffalo or they're going to lose that game similar to how they lost last night. Yeah, it, it, the injuries, I'm always concerned about injuries, especially since the Steelers haven't technically had a bye week this whole year. So you're just starting to see them pile up towards the end of the year, which worries me because it just it, it makes it harder to win a playoff game with with all these injuries. And you never know how bad they could be for the rest of the season. Like, it, it's lucky that Splane was in a season-ending injury. So we, yeah, we got to we like, Yeah. Spillane has filled that filled that uh he's replaced Devin Bush like he's he's done a great job. I I do like Avery Williamson though. I liked what I saw from him a little bit last night. I saw him around the ball a lot, so it's just yeah. it's the and, same thing that happened in 2017, 2016, I forget what year when we had no linebackers and teams uh-huh. just threw to the running back every play. Yep. I was just I was just about to mention that. <laughs> When you start playing better teams, they're gonna they're gonna expose if you have problems at linebacker. So we're gonna need Spillane back. As a Steelers fan, I'm gonna need Spillane back because you saw last night, um, McKissick, the running back for Washington, had ten catches total. But like in the second half, he had like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. that is part of the Washington offense. Though. They have Antonio Gibson. He was a wide receiver in college. Yeah. They have him catch a lot of passes. Yeah, but they have some nice running backs who can catch passes. Yeah. The Steelers' O-line, though, has been doing really good pass blocking. They haven't given up like a sack in like four weeks or something. Yeah, but I just yeah. don't know how they don't run block well either. Cause... See, look. Uh, the pass blocking is very good. I think both blocking is good. I think the O-line is, is very good. Um, but Big Ben is throwing it 1.5 seconds when he snaps it. So, like, it's hard to get sacks like that anyways. Mm-hmm. I want to I see him holding on to it more, at least a little bit more. You can't whole game throw under two seconds. You can't force the ball. You can't push the ball down the field like that. Just yeah. that's just not the best way to do it. You gotta you have to make teams respect your downfield passing attack so the run game can open up because they've tried to replace the run game with quick passing. And that's clearly yeah. gonna be it's gonna be stopped. Yeah. Especially versus a good D line like Washington. So they just were batting them down like crazy, and that's what lost us the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anything it's it's almost anyone? it's almost turning into like kind of a college air raid offense. If you just sit there and throw fifty passes a game, bunch of short passes, it's almost like they just don't. They're trying to get the ball to the receivers and have them do something after the catch, similar to like what the Forty ers do. 
where you just like dump it to them and not even oh my bad good yeah oh my bad i just you reminded me of you saying pass catchers the steelers are dropping balls left (laughs) and right bro the Steelers have the most drops in the league now. I saw that more than the Eagles, and I'm like, oh my god! Last night was bad though. There's probably like six or seven total drops. Eric Ebron is showing his similarities to his uh, Detroit Lions and Colts. Yeah, and Colts. Man, he 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 ha- hasn't even been doing bad. Like like it's just all of a sudden like a flip. A switch, a flip of a switch that just dropping passes. I just, I just catch the ball. It's your job. Um, before we move off this, um, what was I about to say? I just lost my train of thought. Okay, the, the quick passing game started once Ran, offensive coordinator Randy Fickner came in, and it's it's helped Ben prolong his career. It's he's played well under it. It can't be the only thing you do. You have it can be your majority, but you have to keep defenses like they have to respect you downfield. It can't be just an occasional go route to Claypool. And it's huh. it's often been a, a pass interference, but that's once a game. I mean, you have to have yeah. more. You have to have more of an attack over the middle of the field. Yeah, he sucks. Feetner sucks. If I see him run one more screen pass, I'm telling you guys, I will lose my crap. I don't think I know I'm gonna I think see it. Him and Ben work well. I just there needs to be a little bit more of a change. It can't be the only thing you do. Exactly. I know they have a good relationship, but like, come on. We're gonna see. They're, they're gonna have to make adjustments going forward. We're gonna see. Mm-hmm. But lastly, I just want to say the Washington football team came in this season, and everyone was writing them off as zero and sixteen. <laughs> if you remember. It was mm-hmm. them and the Jags as 0 and 16. But they they quietly have a nice roster. They do. I, I think they have receivers, they have running backs. Logan they Thomas. Have, oh, the tight end. They have yeah. they have a D line that is first round pick after first round pick. Mm-hmm. Their defense is top ten in almost every statistical category. Quarterback yeah. away. I mean they're five and seven, but and Ron Rivera, that's a good hire that he has them mm-hmm. playing well. Yeah, they invested in the D line, and their defense is good now. So exactly, that's like that's what you have to do. Just mm-hmm. D lines, you need. It's it's just and, and like I I don't even I know the Steelers deserve to lose and stuff, but like there's nothing you can do when their receiver who I've never even heard of named Sims is catching one handed. <laughs> passes down the field. It's like and that should have been a flag too. It was pass interference and he one handed it. Right. That, so I'm just like like what 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 can you do, I guess? It <laughs> happens. Like, like I know we're about to change subjects, but I'm like people are starting to make me annoyed that I've been seeing so much Steelers slander last night and today. But no one's talking about how Seattle lost to the Giants. Like, it's the same situation. Well, yeah, and see, and so the majority of the NFL fans call Pittsburgh overrated, which makes me think they're not overrated if most people think they're overrated. Yeah. Right. I w- it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense. You can think they're not as good as it. They're not, not an 11-0 team, which I never thought they were an undefeated 
team. Like me neither. I never they're, thought they would be an eleven zero historically elite great team. You can call them being an overrated eleven zero team, but like overrated, that it never made sense. Right, and and then what what do they want the Steelers to do? Lose to the bad teams? Like <laughs> I mean, it's not our fault they're bad. <laughs> All right. Um, staying with Washington, we're gonna move a little bit to the NFC East. Who do you guys see winning in that division? Uh, the Giants coming off a, a very good win in Seattle. Their defense is looking solid. They've won they've won a good amount of games the last month. And Washington also, they're both five and seven, both teams coming off huge wins. Um, I think I got I think I got the Giants, maybe. I don't know. I, I could see either one of these teams winning it, but the Giants defense has just looked like insane these last couple weeks here with uh, James or yeah, James Bradbury, Jabril Peppers, mm-hmm. Bradbury. their D line has been doing good. So I think that their defense can just simply carry them to the NFC East win here. Even they just started Colt McCoy and won a won a game against the Seahawks. That doesn't make any sense, but. <laughs> Yeah, if they can do that, then I think they can somehow squeak out this division. Yeah, I think it's tough because the Giants do have the head-to-heads with Washington, which hurts them badly. But I would have to look at the the rest of their schedule. But it could go it could go either way. Um, so New York has Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, Dallas. New York. And New York Ooh. has Arizona. Cleveland, Baltimore, Dallas. Who does Washington have? Washington has – let me pull that up. I got Washington it. Has, okay, go ahead. Uh, they got San Francisco, Seattle, Carolina, and then the Eagles. I, I got to go with Washington with that schedule. That giant schedule sounds just kind of deadly with the next game. So coming. are you assuming – Washington's winning two games easy. I, I, I can, you can never assume anything in the NFL, but I do assume, yeah, I, I, I think Washington has better chances to win the, the opponents they have coming up than Giants do. And, and if, uh, I don't know how long, um, Daniel Jones is, um, going to be out for too. So, and Alex Smith isn't a bad quarterback. So I, I feel like they, they're positioned to, uh, win the division. Yeah, based off schedule, quarterback, and I'm not sure about Daniel Jones. Washington might have the hand. I'm going to stick with my pick, though. The Giants have been playing very solid football. They're on a they're on a four-game win streak. It could very well be five, six-game win. It could be a six-game win streak. They blew that lead against Philly back on that Thursday night. Yeah. And – they should have beat Tampa, if we're being honest. They had many chances, and Daniel Jones didn't play well enough to win that. The Giants could be on a six-game win streak. They've been in every game this year. Mm-hmm. So, outside of the San Francisco game. Outside of the San Francisco game. I, can, I see the Giants. They could get two games, and if you if both teams win two, the Giants have the tiebreaker. Deep. Do you guys think people are sleeping on the Giants in Washington just because of how they started out? Like, I'm starting to think that the new coaches just needed a couple games to, like, get into a groove. And, like, maybe they're actually I mean, like, pretty good. Sleeping on them, 
either team makes the playoffs, I think they're losing first game no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I low key think people are overhyping them now. They're saying really? they're, in a, they're better than a bunch of these teams that are already that are in the playoffs Holy right now. That against. Yeah. Well, I used to like him, but now he's just now I just don't. <laughs> Start a beef with Colin Cowherd. <laughs> Whenever Colin Cowherd turns on your team is when you don't like him, which is what happened to me. <laughs> he hasn't turned on my team yet, so. But he just turned on on my team like with the most ridiculous takes, bro. It's not. It wasn't even realistic. Like the sixteen and O Baltimore Raven. Like. Yeah, I know. Huh? What about what about Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts? That. It, it's a, it was a. It was long overdue. I feel like yeah. I, it, it was bound to happen this season, so it's just happening right now. Yeah, for Philly, I think this is a lose lose situation though, because you're paying Carson Wentz a bunch of money, but then you're starting Jalen Hurts if he's better. So Wentz is getting paid like what thirty six million to sit on the bench, but then if you put in Wentz, he's trash. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We, we'll see by the end of the season what's really happening here. I think we could maybe see Hertz have a bad game and Wentz come back in. That'll probably happen at some point, but I don't know. Philly just has – they're just in, they're just a mess right now. So I feel like this move should have been made a, a month ago, maybe even before. And yeah. I think that Jalen Hurts is better suited to – play well under what the Philly Philadelphia Eagles have. He's more athletic. I think he's gonna be more he's gonna be more careful with his decision making. Carson Wentz trying to do too much maybe. So just, yeah. I think Jalen Hurts has a better chance of doing well under what the roster has right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a common knock on Jalen Hurts is that he only looks at his first read, but maybe they need him to only look at his first read. Exactly. And That's just throw it down. And trust <laughs> trust Peterson because you saw what he did with Foles. Yeah. Foles is just going to his first read or a check down, just stuff like that. And yeah. the offensive creative. There's been reports saying Carson Wentz is like trying to do too much. He changes the plays. He forcing it down the field too much. Just too much mm-hmm. trying to play superhero. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel like if they did this move a while ago, I think Eagles could have won the division. <laughs> Jeez. That's a hot take. Know. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know about that. I'm not the biggest Jalen Hurts fan, so. I really. haven't seen enough of him yet, <laughs> so I but guess I'll see. What? I mean, how much worse could it have gotten? They narrowly lost to the Browns when Wentz turned it over like three times. They narrowly lost to Seattle, another Wentz bad game. I mean, every game is – a lot of their games are close, and Wentz played horrible. Well, the problem with me assuming that the Eagles are going to win the division is that I've only seen Jalen Hurts play like a half of a game. That's what I'm thinking. While, oh, no, while, I'm not you – know, I'm not basing it off of what I saw from Hertz. I'm just saying, even before that, I think he would give. You just think chance. he would have like made less mistakes, is what you're saying? Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not throwing it out that they could have been right in the division race. 
Okay, and yet, okay. You win, you win one more game, and you're literally yeah. fighting for the division. So I, I don't, I don't think that was too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Hurts played a month early and squeaked out one win, I mean they're right there. That's true. All right, so we possibly saw one of the worst play calls in NFL history. Now, I'm not going to say that because you're an o- I don't o- think o- it was either. But it was, like most people would say. I do. I am a fan of bringing pressure at the end of games. But I think they blitzed eight people. You have the yeah, fastest no player in the NFL on the outside. <laughs> Fastest player, or at least one of them, in single man coverage against who was that? A no name corner. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Lamar Jackson bit on his little stop and go route, and Derek Carr let it fly. No one was there to help. Raiders won the game, and the Jets are 0 12. Jets are losing on purpose. No one can can tell me different. Probably the best best Jets um, coach was fired. Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator. <laughs> yep. And what's worse is is the Jets let Adam Gase make the decision to fire him. <laughs> it wasn't even the GM or, like, the owner or anything. Adam Gase personally fired him after that game. Damn. Even though he's clear, he's a better head coach than Adam Gase, too. Imagine, imagine if Adam Gase stays Jets head coach next season. That, that's not – that better not happen. It seems like he owns the organization right now. It has I mean, to be impossible. It, yeah, it has to be impossible. There's, there's absolutely no way an offensive mastermind head coach who's 32nd in <laughs> offense stays another year after going 0 16. That would just, that would just make no sense at all. I hope not. I hope when not. There's, when there's a lot of good head coach candidates that you can go take from the open market right now and to put them into your team with your new young quarterback and just start rebuilding again. I yeah. hope they do that. I don't I mean I don't think the Jets are too far away. As crazy as I that think, sounds I think that the landing spot of the Jets for Trevor Lawrence is underrated like based on what the media portray because the Jets That's, have yeah. A franchise left tackle. We have decent weapons, a decent defense, a lot of money, and a lot of picks coming up. So it's not too horrible of a landing spot for Trevor Lawrence. I agree. And the receivers, they're nice. They're not – they're decent. Crowder's uh, low, low Crow- key. Crowder nice. is a good slot. Mims, the rookie, mm-hmm. has played solid. No one will talk about it, though. <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually like solid. He is. Um, he's he's signed, really you, you could sign a receiver. You could draft another one. Yeah. Um, you continue with the O line. I mean, all you need is a new head coach, probably, and you have a little bit of a culture change. Go eight and eight or something like, or seven and eight. Yeah. Seven I don't think that. Six. I don't think that's too far away at all. They were seven and nine last year. Yeah, I don't think so. With C.J. Mosley coming back, too. Yeah. Maybe some corners instead of multiple undrafted rookies starting. You need a running back. Miami, Miami just did something kind of similar. Yeah. They were, and, they were, and the they Giants were had, too. 
Yeah. You were a very bad team. You get a new head coach, whether it's a young or a veteran. And Joe Brady. Um, yeah, and the the Miami Dolphins spent so much money on defense, and look what it did. Mm-hmm. They they're an elite defense. They get turnover like, and then they have their quarterback who Tua who's been playing solid. So that yeah. that completely flipped it. Mm. I don't think the Jets are too far, but that was a crazy ending. I feel like the Jets should have a win on the season. <laughs> no, nah, they're losing. On, they're losing on purpose. I... Yeah, I think it's better the Jets didn't win because <laughs> the Jaguars Hunter. should have the number one pick. They, I don't, you cannot tell me. Okay, okay. Hey. When you say the Jets are losing on purpose, I need how? How are they losing on purpose? <laughs> Who is losing? Who is losing on purpose? Who? They sent just coaching. It's coaching. I feel like because well, that's what Greg no, Williams does. He blitzes. So Greg a lot. Williams. So Greg whole, Williams did that on purpose to get fired. <laughs> I mean, these are, it's these fun are to joke around. I know, I know, I know. They, I'm sure that's not get, true. They do not want to get I'm, fired. I'm sure that's not true, but it's just fun to joke around because oh, why yeah. would you send? Why would you send that many people? Like it just with they had like no timeouts or anything. It just made no sense to me. It, it I'm not even a Jets fan, and it made me mad. Like it just made me mad. So I, I mean, I just, I'm a Jets fan, and I'm not that mad because we have Trevor Lawrence now. So, <laughs> and when, okay, I saw this. I saw the stat from the game, and before that throw, Derek Carr was like 0 for 7 on blitzes when he when he was trying to throw down the field. So as long as we put a safety over the top, then it would have been a fine call. But we put no safety and blitzed Marcus May. I love blitzing. I love blitzing at the end of the game to not give the quarterback enough time to run someone. And we when got pressure, blitz, too. When you blitz that much, that, um, that's just not that – not cut it if you blitz that much. Yeah. I feel like you either have to sit back and make them moss you in the end zone Yeah. or you send five or six. Mm-hmm. I think in that situation, though – the Jets were up more than a field goal, so they probably should have just sat back in a three-man up deep and just sat there and let them catch the ball in front of them. That's what it was I'm like 10 seconds. That's what either either I that like or they would have been forced to throw it into the end zone. Yeah. Either way, it didn't work. <laughs> and the Jets are on 12. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. The savior. They better get a new. They better get a new coach for him. I really want Joe Brady. That's who I want. It better happen. We Where is Joe Brady right now? Bum. He's an offensive coordinator in Carolina. Oh, uh, has Joe he been Brady? here yet? Yeah, I mean the Panthers. The Panthers have weapons, but he's the one calling the plays, and he's the one. Mm-hmm. The offense. I mean, he made. He just made um, LSU have the greatest offensive season ever. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he came in, did that, and then left. (laughs) LSU's always had the talent, just not quarterback, but that was a great job by him. All right, so uh, Josh Allen and the Bills are rolling. They They had a very great performance last night. 
Um, again, San Francisco. Excuse me. Um, I just want to say Nick Mullins, the, the quarter of San Francisco. He's not. He's he's not bad. Yeah, he's pretty good. He actually, is pretty good. He he can make some tough throws, and he he he's a little bit he athletic. Knows the offense. He, mm-hmm. And that too, it's caution and like he's not a he's a good backup. He's yeah. he's a very good backup. But that's not the main story. Josh Allen, three hundred seventy-five yards and four touchdowns. When Josh Allen is on, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. That is not disputable. Yeah. At all. Um, trading for Stephon Diggs has helped him and that offense tremendously. He had 10 catches for 92 yards. But I think Josh Allen is approaching that elite category, and no one really puts him in that elite category. I still think you need to do it in a playoff game to get it from me. But Josh Allen is balling. How, how far can they go? What's their ceiling to you guys? Uh, playoffs for sure, obviously. Um, maybe divisional. They'd get kicked down a divisional round, maybe. I don't know. I just I don't think they're a Super Bowl yeah. team, just because they they seem inconsistent sometimes. And if like Josh Allen's off, he's off, and the offense struggles. And so I just feel mm-hmm. like. If he's off for like one of those playoff games, then he's uh, then they're gonna lose. Yeah, right now they're going up against the Dolphins in the wild card round, so I think they can win that. But Josh Allen is a completely different quarterback one week, the next week. I don't know what he's gonna do when he's under pressure, he's not too great, but when he's on, they can they can maybe make a run at beating the Chiefs. I don't know if that'll even happen. Probably won't come close, but hmm. I think they they have the they have the talent that they can compete maybe like offensive wise, but I don't really like their defense too much like compared to the Steelers or any of the other top defenses in the AFC. So, I'd say they're going to probably win one playoff game and be out from there. I think their ceiling this year is winning a wild card round and a divisional round. I don't think they can get to the Super Bowl. I think their ceiling is yeah. the AFC Championship. But um, Josh Allen, he's impressed me. I did not think he'd be good coming out of college. <laughs> he yeah, I mean, rocket, I, didn't he has know, a, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, he has a rocket arm. The Bills are well coached. Their defense is. Probably about average to maybe a little bit better than average, but they're well coached. And as of mm-hmm. now, I like the Steelers and Chiefs over them. We're going to find out about that on Sunday night. <clears throat> Even if the Steelers lose, which I think they might, have adjustments ready for a playoff matchup against a team that slows down their offense. I'm just confident in that. But I, I think the Bills are very good. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely above average team. Top top in the AFC. One of the top. Yeah. Yeah. If Josh Allen can perform in the playoffs, then they can make a run, but I don't I don't think their defense is good enough to compete with the Chiefs, really. I think they'd have to have a higher level defense to maybe get a couple stops against the Chiefs yeah. if they ended up playing. 
But I get what we're seeing from Josh Allen shows that if you just draft a highly talented quarterback, but you have a good coach and organization, you can just develop into an exactly. elite level quarterback. You don't need to waste your high pick on a surefire starter immediately. Did they, did they get him in the first round? Yeah. I think it was like 10th, 11th, something like that. 10th or 12th, something like that. Hey, that's yeah. how that's that's exactly how it's gonna go for my boy Trask. He's gonna develop so good. He's gonna be an absolute monster. Oh my goodness! I'm telling I think he's you. I think he's graded as a second round quarterback. Not look. Not when he beats Alabama. You heard it oh here. No. The difference is Allen's arm and athletic ability is levels. I know. Let let me let me have hope. I look. I love Trask. That is my dog. He's uh, about I, to get the Heisman Trophy. I'm the number one supporter of Trask. I feel. I. I. I, I like. I'm convinced. I am on the Trask train. I hope he falls. Not hope- athletic. Not that athletic. No. And his arm all. isn't huge, but he ma- he makes good decisions. And yeah. he definitely good- develop into a good NFL quarterback. Yeah. I think he could be. I guess. I think. I think his ceiling could be a good starter. Yeah. yeah but I don't know. I we'll think see. we could we could see a similar situation like this Josh Allen situation from the Packers once Jordan Love comes out in a couple of years. <laughs> they're like they're like similar prospects. Yeah. Maybe a more developed prospect because he gets to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just drafting a big, strong, athletic quarterback who has an arm is, is looking like it's the move. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Patrick Herbert, Josh Allen, Mahomes, like it's working. Yeah. I I I always thought um, it was like it was hard. I I guess it it might. I'm sure it's hard. I know I'm stuttering right now. I'm sure it's hard, but like it's hard. I guess it's hard to read defenses and learn defenses too. But like. These strong-armed, big quarterback, athletic quarterbacks are doing great. Yeah, open people. So I, I don't know. Yeah, reading defenses is like a learnable skill. Right. Having an insane arm is not a, a learnable skill. Right, right, right. <laughs> you said yeah, it better than exactly. That's basically yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say. You, you yeah. said it much better. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't take, you can't teach physicality, arm talent. Mm-hmm. You just can't teach stuff like that. You can t- you can teach the X's and O's. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um. All right. I think the Rams are the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I think as of now they're coming out of the NFC. Cap. Um. I love I love their offense as long as Goff doesn't turn it over, which isn't that big of an if to me right now. They they have two nice running backs, Cam Akers and Henderson. They have they have solid tight ends, Higby and, and Yeah. And yeah. Robert, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are they're both underrated wide receivers. They're they're both supremely talented and underrated. And their defense is absolutely elite. That's that's my that's my best team in the NFC. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't share your same opinion there. I got them as a third best team behind the Saints and the Packers so far. I, I just haven't seen Jared Goff perform consistently without because if he turns the ball over multiple times, they basically lose the game every time. So I just don't think he can do that throughout the playoffs. I don't think they're going to come out of the, the NFC into the playoffs. Even though a couple of years ago I was like insanely high on the Rams and Jared Goff, but. I don't, I don't really trust him this year based on the Saints defense. I think the Saints defense will be able to stop him. I, yeah, I don't agree with you either, Ryan. Packers for sure are the best team in the NFC right now. Um, oh, the offense. But just offensive scheme is just like memorizing. It's just really, really, really good. And Aaron Rodgers is just the MVP soon to be i'm still on that so you know it's just the packers and they're telling you right now i'm telling you right now if the rams played the packers rams win i don't know look packers have had trouble with teams who can run the ball rams are a solid running team they're they're great on play action and their defense, their D-line, their corners, like I think they slow down the Packers. I could see I could see it. But as of, I just as of right now, I, I I think the Packers are on a roll. Yeah, I think the Rams are definitely gonna or I think they're gonna win their own division in the NFC. I like them over the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's been turning it over a lot for some reason these last couple weeks. But I just can't I just can't see them getting past the Saints if Drew Brees is back to his full self in the playoffs. That's true. They're all they all all these teams have cases to be the best. Yeah. I just like the Rams defense a lot. They got <laughs> corners. They got D-line led by Aaron Donald. Uh, I mean, I they're, sure, super sure think- they're super creative on offense. Yeah, mm. yeah. I I for sure think Jalen Ramsey is still at least a top three corner in the league. Easy. I yeah. always I've I've always thought he he's been the best consistently. I have too. So mm-hmm. and I hate when people like crap on him. I'm like how like I don't know how they can. Yeah. He's been consistently a number one <laughs> corner for how many years now? I don't know, Gosh. like five years. Exactly. So, and like, just look at like Josh Norman. He had one good year and died off. But yeah. uh, Jalen Ramsey has been consistently being like a top three corner every year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the corner position, like the top corners, always change every year. But Jalen Ramsey's been Jalen Ramsey and Stephon Gilmore have been there every single year. Exactly. And Tredavious White. I will yeah. say Tredavious White is White. underrated. And also Jair Alexander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he good? Was he yeah. as good last year though? I don't I don't remember. He made a jump, but he was he was very good last year. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey takes the number one receiver each week and follows him basically the entire game, and mm-hmm. he he right. makes them have a quiet day every time. Exactly, and it's been like that in Jacksonville too. When he yeah. was I mean, on Jacksonville, he took AB, he took Hopkins. I mean, the past couple weeks he he shut down DK. 
shut down Hopkins this week. Yeah, it's, and it's then every, every week. And then they have Darius Williams across from that locks down the number two yeah. receiver. That's what I'm saying. Like I love their corners, their line. Sean McVay's offense. Yeah. They I definitely like, could upset. They definitely could make some surprise wins deep mm-hmm. in, the, in the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs, but I, I like the Saints' D-line a little bit better. And I think the Saints' offense is going to be a little bit more consistent. We're going to see. We're going to see. But, all right, we're going to move to my top five teams. Coming in at number one, Kansas City Chiefs. Shocker. 11-1. Coming in at number two, I'm going to put the New Orleans Saints. Taysom Hill has been – Taysom Hill has been playing more than solid. His style of play, Sean Payton. Racking up wins. It's against weaker competition, but it's working. We're going to be able to get that number one seed, most likely, for when Drew Brees gets back. Number three. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it might change this weekend, but I'm going to stick with them. I'm only going to drop them one for now. Number four is number four is the Buffalo Bills. And number five is the L.A. Rams. That's my top five. Green Bay is left out. Give me your thoughts. Okay. uh, Didn't you just say like five seconds ago that the Rams are the best team in the NFC? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I don't think (laughs) I can put them over the Saints in a power rankings yet. I mean, if the the better team, then... Then why can't you put I them in there? Because ten and two, and I, I, I think Drew Brees is gonna come back. I just and the Rams have dropped games to the Bills. The Saints haven't dropped any, haven't lost to anyone crazy bad. So. Yeah, I think I think doing a ranking is pretty hard <laughs> this week, honestly, because there's like almost ten teams you could argue are in the top five right now, like all the way down through the the Seahawks, maybe the Colts, maybe the Titans, even though they just got the smacked Browns. by the Browns. The Browns look the really Browns. good. The Rams are good. I I just don't know. I think I think I agree with yours for the most part. I might. Keep the Steelers at two, but I don't really know. Um, for my rankings, I agree with the Chiefs. I'd keep Pittsburgh at number two, just because um the offense is capable of scoring more than twenty points a game, twenty one points a game. So I feel like they will be able to get back into doing that because they've proven it before. So I still have them at number two. Um, I'm gonna switch your. I'm going to switch the NF, NFC teams. I think Packers at uh, three. Packers at three. Saints at four. And then Bills at five. No, th- those are my top five. All right. Okay. Yeah, I like it. 
the the reason I have the Saints over them over the Rams, even though I just said the Rams are the best in the NFC. I think the Rams will beat the Saints in a matchup, but the Saints are two games ahead of the Rams in record. I think mm-hmm. they deserve to be ahead of them right now, even if I think the Rams would beat them. Okay. Four to ten and two. Yeah. I think the Browns could easily jump into the top five next week after they play the Ravens, depending on how good they look. They could get the f- number five spot, depending on how good they look. That is true. Yeah. Depends on other teams, too. Um, I think Green Bay would be about six on mine, but you could easily yeah. argue them up to be two or three. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not high on Green Bay. I'm just not. I'm high on the offense. For I, I know the defense is sus, but the Saints, so they did go on the road and beat the Saints. Mm-hmm. But, That's yeah. why I gave them that head-to-head. Yeah. That was yeah. before the defense was like really good, though. So. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. What about for sure the game of the week? For sure, the game of the weekend, though, yeah. that's going to determine a bunch of. Things is Steelers Bills like that's just yeah. I need to see because the Steelers, Steelers have some just, Brown. It can't be quick passing ball game, right? And Bills got to show that they can play against a elite defense and not yeah that have too. the Josh Allen being consistent. I think Josh Allen's going to struggle mm-hmm. this weekend. I think he's going to struggle a little bit. Uh, it, yeah. I don't know. With it, Well, I have confidence in Cam Sutton if Joe Hayden can't go because of concussion. And the linebackers are going to be rough, but we'll see. Mm. I, I think Hightower did a decent job for Dupree, too. I don't think he did terrible. Smith, yeah. yeah. Who did I say? Hightower. Uh, uh, my bad. I meant Smith. <laughs> No, yeah, he job. He's gonna defensive play of the year. You better get. It. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> There's a few corners who you could argue for defensive player of the year. Yeah, too, like though. Xavion Howard. We could see him. Yeah, and J.C. Jackson on the Patriots. He also has seven interceptions. Yeah. yeah. He gets an interception like every single game. Um, so we have a game actually very soon. Dallas and Baltimore. Baltimore's the easy favorite. Lamar Jackson's back. Dallas are the Cowboys. Andy Dalton. <laughs> I, I'm I'm expecting Baltimore to blow this. I'm expecting them to blow them out. Lamar Jackson is playing, right? Uh, yes, I think yeah. so. He is. I'm expecting them. They really haven't blown out bad teams like they did last year, but I think they will. I think they will tonight. Yeah, I think what's going to be interesting tonight is I saw a report that Lamar Jackson may have lost weight for, uh, from COVID, and that players coming back from COVID have struggled struggled to play full games. So maybe they won't run him as much. Maybe they'll have him sit in the pocket and try and throw the ball a little bit more. Oof. See if he can. Get a passing game going. That's a Maybe recipe for disaster win. for them. Cowboys, my Cowboys might keep it close if that's the case. I'm a what? 
You you hate on him. I, I I hate on his throwing. He's an amazing athlete, but every time I've watched him, he his throws are just just oh my god. Just he, he makes an occasional no, yeah. like because he's an quarterback, but his throwing is definitely shitty. <laughs> yeah, I'm predicting uh, Ravens' big win now that I know Lamar is playing. Ravens' big win. Yeah. Yeah, and they got their running backs back. Yeah. Yeah, I got them winning. Yeah. And they, they need the win. They. They're fighting for a wild card spot mm-hmm. now. They're multiple games behind Cleveland. They're even more behind Pittsburgh. It's wild card or nothing. They're playing an inferior team. Know. They know they need to win this. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, I, I expect MVP performance from Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think we'd honestly like before like COVID hit them. I thought we might have lost to them because, like, you you just don't see the Ravens losing multiple games in a row. So I feel like tonight they're oh, in yeah. for, if for Lamar, sure. If, if COVID didn't hit them the way it did, the Steelers probably would have lost that game. Seeing now that uh, yeah. the Ravens, Ravens kind of put a recipe to how to stop the Steelers' offense, mm-hmm. which they showed against them, and RG3 – we saw what he's capable of doing at this point in his career. Almost nothing. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good. That was a good one, boys. We're gonna be back this weekend. Mm-hmm.